Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This coming weekend, is that? Yeah, that's this Saturday, February 11th, right? The Second Baptist Church Men's Ministry has Beast Feast. It's a fellowship for men and boys with great food and great prizes and great music. And we're going to hear about Jesus. Big fan over here. Love the big guy. BeastFeastArkansas.com. And their featured speaker this year is none other than former NFL quarterback John Kitna. And he's with us now on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Hello, John Kitna. How are you? Guys, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. John, you are the most famous person we've ever had on that went to Central Washington. <laughs> well, that's saying a lot because there's a ton of famous people from Central. <laughs> name, name me one, not name John Kitna, because I'd never even heard of the school until I looked you up today. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's the it's a great teaching school. Okay. Uh, where is it? What town is it in? Ellensburg, Washington, right okay. in the middle of the state. Well, that's a great story. I mean, your your NFL career from uh, coming from that is is pretty unique. I mean, that's a that's a pretty crazy story. What was your path to that school and then to the NFL? Yeah, the path to the school quickly was, you know, I was an inner city kid that uh, didn't understand all that it took to get to college and play at a college level, and and I actually hated football. I loved basketball and baseball. Baseball was, I thought, my ticket, and uh, I just didn't really, you know, had zero clue of how things work recruiting or whatever but uh you know the the coach mike dunbar at the time at central washington came over he was actually recruiting one of our receivers who happened to be my best friend and i think he did his homework and found out like you want to get the receiver you probably should take the quarterback too (laughs) because they're pretty much inseparable so i think i was a throw-in part of that and uh and then uh when i got there though they had a great coaching staff greg olson was on that staff and Heck, he's now been in the NFL for 20 years. He was he was phenomenal and taught me a lot about playing quarterback and how to compete and, and all that stuff. And and then I uh, in my third year is when I I met Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, and my life completely radically changed. And uh, and then going into my senior year, I didn't have a lot of a lot of you know great pro prospects from an NAIA school, but. Uh, God allowed me to be seen by Dennis Harrison um, because his nephew played for us at, uh, at Central Washington. Wow. And he was the head coach of the Seahawks at the time. Yeah. And uh, he, he invited me for a workout, and it went really good. And, man, I was able to stick around for 16 years. It was a blessing. Well, finding your faith certainly has been a, a path for a lot of people to success. When did you start loving football? What was the key to that? Yeah, getting around Greg Olson when I got to Central Washington. And, and uh, again, I, I went there. I was going to play baseball and football. and uh, But Greg Olson just – he really turned me on to the game and, and how quarterback can impact the game, the cerebral part of it. Uh, and, and he really taught me how to play the position the right way fundamentally. And then from a, a study standpoint, a competitive standpoint, a leadership standpoint, and, and, and you know, at, at their – Spending a year with him, uh, baseball just didn't have that same pull to me anymore. And, and uh, you know, I just was fortunate to have have him for a couple of years, and and uh, and then he moved on. But that's that's when it all changed for me. You're a Washington kid. You're playing for the Seahawks four seasons, 
and then you go to the Bengals. Was that tough leaving, you know, Washington and going somewhere else? It it sure was for me just because, I mean, we've never been anywhere outside of Washington State, to be honest, as a family, really. And and, uh, and then, you know, going to the Bengals, it was great because my – the offense coordinator I had my first three years with the Seahawks was now the offense coordinator with the Bengals. And, uh, and so I had some familiarity there and, and things like that. That was great. But just, you know, I, to be honest, I just wasn't very cultured at the time and <laughs> didn't understand all the history that existed in the Midwest and in, in Cincinnati in particular. And, and uh, so it was, it was a, it was a tough move to do, um, being away from our families for the first time and all that stuff, but it was the greatest thing that happened to us because it really caused our faith and our walk to grow and our leadership to grow. Talking to John Kitten on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. If you're just tuning in, coming in to speak this weekend, I'll hit the details on that again and how you can get tickets. Um, so we were talking about, Wes is a Cowboys fan. I actually watched you play a game in Cincinnati. You guys were hosting the Steelers, and I was telling the listeners earlier that was the first time I discovered that NFL fans are a little bit different. Having grown up going to college games a lot, fans behave a little differently than they do at NFL games, and it was a little pretty eye-opening for me. I was a grown man at that point, but still was like, whoa, y'all are uh, really into this. What do you, you still consider yourself a Bengal first, or is there a, an organization you still feel more close closely tied to? Yeah, well, I have friends in the organizations that I've played and uh, like Dan Campbell with the Detroit Lions, that's a friend of mine. So every week I'm rooting for Dan Campbell. And I got a chance to coach Dak Prescott, and uh, I, I really, you know, I view him as like, like almost a son of mine. And so uh, I'm a huge fan of Dak Prescott. I root for him every week. And in Cincinnati with, with Mike Brown and, and – uh, the ownership group there, and uh, Jeff Brickner, who's the head of equipment there. I root for Cincinnati and like the things that they do. I don't really have anybody that I'm tied to in Seattle anymore, but that's hometown. So, you know, you're always rooting for those those people that you have connections to. John, Tom Brady just retired, we think, for good now. And there's so many <laughs> easy ways to describe him. And, you know, as people who didn't play quarterback, we're all amazed. As a guy who played – that position as well at the highest level, what stands out to you about his success and what he was able to do over a 23-year career? Yeah, I think what's interesting is how easily we can take somebody like that for granted. And uh, it, it is, it's really hard to stay relevant for three or four years in the NFL and at a professional level when you're dealing with top 1% of 1% of people in the world and, and – for him to have evolved as the game evolved and have the impact that he had, the way that he took care of his body. But more than that, it's just the mental preparation and the mental commitment to get yourself ready to play. So many sacrifices that have to take place along the way to get yourself to play at all, much less play at a high level for 20 straight years. And uh, it, it's just it's something you never thought possible, to be honest. Uh, but now that it's been done, I think you'll see people chasing that. Uh, but he's really set the standard and, and kind of the blueprint for longevity of career, especially at the quarterback position. Yeah, no doubt about that. Super Bowl's this weekend. Got to ask about that. You're going to be speaking the day before. Um, obviously, Hurts still early in his career. Mahomes is still relatively early in his career. He's just so accomplished at this point. 
Um, that's just the quarterback part of it. Who do you who do you like? Which team you have a rooting interest at all this weekend? Well, I'm a I'm a I'm a Dak fan and a Cowboys fan, so I can't I can't feel like I I can root for the Eagles. But the great thing is I don't really have either side. I, I think to me the great thing about it is you got the two best teams in the game. You know that that's how it's played out over the season. You know for, for 17 games. You got the two best teams in it. Quarterbacks are playing phenomenal. They played phenomenal all year long. Uh, they're both quarterback-driven teams. Uh, you have great offensive lines on both sides, which is one of the things that not a lot of people talk about, but football people understand. That's that's the key to everything. But uh, just the chance to watch the difference in how you know, Mahomes goes about it and the way Hurts goes about it, 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 it it seems like it's going to be a great Super Bowl, but we all know football is not round. Weird things happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hopefully it will continue to be a, a great competition, a great game. If I had to pick one, if you said, you've got to bet on somebody, I definitely would never bet against the home. Okay, that's smart. How many no-look passes did you throw in your career? Hmm. I threw a few because in my second year, we were playing a preseason game in San Francisco. And I'm standing, I had the perfect angle to watch Steve Young play. And he threw a no-look pass, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. But I watched it in person. And so then I started practicing it, but, of course, you didn't have cameras and all this stuff. People do it. People have been doing it, but that, nobody's done it as frequently as that, that Mahomes has, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Dallas has made some changes with their uh, you know, coaching personnel. How about going back to Dallas? Would you be interested in being a quarterback coach? Again, I think it's pretty clear in my, my uh, affection to Dak and how much I want to see him succeed. And, uh, and I feel like, you know, we had a great relationship. But, you know, I know Coach McCarthy has a lot of a lot of people that he can call upon to, to uh, coach quarterbacks, run the offense and all that stuff. So uh, I certainly would be open to it. And, you know, if, if God gives me that opportunity, that would be awesome. I know, as a Cowboys fan, I don't blame Dak for those 14 interceptions. There were some that were tipped. There were some that were bobbled by the receiver. About, and we have, we have Babe Loffenberg on the show a lot. And he told us seven of those interceptions he did not blame Dak for. Uh, but the, the stat is out there, too, that Dak threw into highly contested areas more than any other quarterback in the NFL. Maybe that's the offense. Maybe that's faith in his arm. How My point is, or my question is, what would you do to – uh, help Dak have more success. Yeah, well, anything, it all starts in the offseason, self-doubt. Uh, you always want to look at those things. Why, you know, you look at the interceptions closely. You watch it from an all-22 perspective, not just a TD perspective, and then understanding what he was been. What was he asked to do? Was he going outside what he's asked to do? Uh, and try to figure out, you know, what was the breakdown that maybe happened on those four teams plays that you're talking about, but um, you know, I think and it's the NFL. And, and sometimes and it just anything that can't go wrong does. Uh, the game has certainly changed. You know, back in the day, people threw interceptions at a really high rate, but the game has changed. And so, yeah, I think there's some alarmingness there, but you, you never really know unless you're a coach on the staff and, and understand what was being taught, what was the concept, and and what actually happened on the play. Um, the great thing, and this is what makes Zach super special, is he never once was to blame on anybody else. He 
always shouldered it. And, you know, he got, like you said, Dave Rothenberg, people coming out and saying, well, you know, only $7 for his fault. Dak, uh, I coached him. And, and I would say stuff like that. He'd say, man, I don't, don't, don't ever talk to me like that. I look for excuses. Every one of those is on me. So uh, I know that he's going to come back better. Uh, I think it's tough to go through the injuries that he went through the last two years. And to play at the level he has, and so I hope he has a great offseason. I hope he has a clean year next year where he doesn't get those injuries. I think mm-hmm. you know you're going to see the guy that's who he is. He's super explosive, and usually in the top two or three quarterbacks in the league in terms of physical uh, So I, I saw you were coaching high school. Is that uh, I'm sure you had other choices? What what led you to coaching high school after you left the Cowboys? You know, my, my wife and I, we're both educators, and it's always just been, you know, number one, it started as a dream, and then it became a call. I feel like this, our, uh, with, with the uh, resources and things that God has allowed us to have, and all we put on our life, we felt like this was the greatest opportunity to impact uh, people at the high school level, and using football to do it. Uh, we all know impact that coaches have some of, a lot of times that's positive and sometimes that's negative and uh so we just feel like that's our calling and, and that's why we do what we do and uh, we, we enjoy it we enjoy seeing uh people's lives change and them catching a vision for something bigger than themselves and, and then we get to you know do football on top of it which i love no doubt well john listen i appreciate the time safe travels here again if you want to Visit uh, or get to hear from John and, and have a good time with some folks, some fellowship. BeastFeastArkansas.com to get tickets. It's at the Conway Expo Center this Saturday from 2 until 8. And, again, games, entertainment, prizes, live music, food, and some speakers, including John Kitna. So there you go. John, thanks for the time today. I appreciate it. Safe travels. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. All right, take care. Thanks. Man.